Welcome to another episode of Age of Geek. I almost said movies that make us foul. <laughs> I said, don't do it. I said in my head, don't do it. But I almost said it anyway. But that's because we have Val with us today, who is one of my co-hosts on Movies That Make Us. And I've done that a hundred and, I don't know, 55 times now that we've recorded those episodes, Val. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Tracy, you look cute today. <laughs> yeah, Tracy, oh. you, yeah, Marley. Yeah, much more. <laughs> Tracy would agree. And the hair, like the hair implants are really coming in really nicely for you, Tracy. <laughs> Not Tracy. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and Val, we're really excited because we're talking about D23. And I love doing movies that make us with you. But you also are on another podcast called Multiplane Podcast with Ty, who unfortunately yeah. was able to be here with us. And that's all things Disney. So you guys are our Disney experts here in Age of Geek. And I, I feel like I thought I was a Disney expert until I met Ty. And then I realized how little I really actually know. Because, and that's why I'm a little sad he's not here because he like deep dives. If you've ever listened to any of our episodes, he deep dives into things that I never even knew were a thing. Uh, mm -hmm. He points things out that you miss. Uh, so hopefully we'll get to, we'll get to have another chat with him because there's so many things Disney to talk about right now. Like oh, there, we're not even going to be able to cover it. No, oh, definitely not. No, not in one episode. Uh, tons of stuff that happened at D23. So D23 Expo is like the, the San Diego Comic-Con for Disney nerds. Probably even a bigger deal, really, honestly, for Disney nerds. Yes. Yes, yes. It's it's this great big convention. They have it. I, they alternate places, right? Because one year it's in Anaheim, one year it's in Orlando. I feel like that's... Um, so do. it's every other year it's okay. in Anaheim. And then, like, so next year, 2023, it's a smaller kind of more intimate gathering in Florida, but there were some things happening in Orlando during D23. Um, if you were in Orlando, there were some things at the park, just not a huge convention like this, but um, yeah, the opposite year there's, it's more of like a thousand to 2000 person event in Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as big as Anaheim at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, Anaheim, they've got that big convention center. That's basically right across the street from Disney. I mean, yes, well, across the street, but pretty close. Um, and Val, you got to be there this year. What was that like? I've never been, I've always wanted to. Me, me. <laughs> I have never been, and I should have done like a little bit of homework. <laughs> My daughter had been sending me, so we're pin traders and that's kind of how D23 really came about. It was, Disney fans getting together, um, you know, trading pins, sharing the love for Disney, that kind of thing. Um, and it grew into this big thing. And so I didn't know that everything has a line. And you think that I would know because it's Disney. Um, but <laughs> I like if you want to buy anything in any of the big shops there, any of the big booths like uh, Mog or like the D23 shop or anything, you have to get in the queue. They open the queues up at 6 a.m. on your phone. And then you get in the queue and then it'll say, okay, you can, you'll be called like your number 66 or 800 and you'll be called 300 minutes from now. And then it kind of like goes down and goes down and says, okay, now it's your time to go in. If you don't get in, then you have another chance at one o'clock to get in. But by that time, because a lot of the shops rotate collectible items out daily. So a lot of people legitimately buy a pass to D23 to go in, hoard all of the stuff and immediately take it back to their hotel room, put it online and sell it for five times the amount. Wow. So I found that out the hard way, but I, you know, me, I'm just like, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, but because I was working, um, I didn't have, the kind of pass that kind of allows you to get into um, like the panels because you have to, those you have to connect it to your D23 app, connect to the Disney park app. And then it's just like any reservation that you would make at the Disney park is you put yourself down for a reservation for these big panels. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to tell you how, but I got into the one I wanted to get into. <laughs> well, it is, 
and it wasn't like it was the big panel. Or wait, was it? I mean, <laughs> I have some video. I don't know if you want me to share it of Harrison Ford. Like, how cool uh, was that when he came out in that panel, Val? What yeah, was that and I have, if you want me to share it so everybody can see that moment, it's not. So I want to explain this to you. So they've got panels like every other event, right? But they're big panels. This is where they're announcing parks. This is where they're announcing animation. This is where they're announcing movies. So the one that I was trying to get into um, was the Marvel Lucas films, which everybody does. And the premiere seating for that, they sell 500 premiere seating tickets for $700 a pop. That's on top of the price of your badge to get in. Okay. Wow. Those people get to go in seat an hour before, and then they have the other people under there that have waited in line. And then there's a standby line. Plus there's media. So there's all these people trying to get in and it's a pretty big room, but it's not overwhelming. Like it still feels pretty intimate regardless of where you're sitting. Um, and so I got into the Marvel Lucasfilms 20th Century Fox. This is where they're announcing all of the Marvel movies, television shows that are coming out over the next couple of years, all the Star Wars movies, television, animation for the next couple of years. And then, of course, 20th Century Fox is Avatar. And so we got to see about 20 minutes of Avatar in 3D. Wow. They gave us glasses. They closed curtains. And we got to see James Cameron wasn't there. He he did a live stream because he's actually in New Zealand finishing some stuff up. And then he brought the whole cast out. And I have a little funny story about that that I'll tell you in a minute. But I think the biggest thing was... I don't get very starstruck, right? Right. But Harrison Ford, man, like there's they're going through all these movies and they'll bring up a, a thing and you know and so you hear the music and the the artwork comes up on the screen. We're like, there's no way Harrison Ford is going to be here, right? right? Out comes Harrison Ford. Oh. I'm trying to record, right? And I'm usually pretty good at doing this. Right. Everybody stands up. This is the only time we've been in there an hour now. This whole panel was three hours long. It went over by an hour. Everyone stands up. So I'm trying to like, where am I going to get the best like thing from? And then Harrison Ford starts trying not to cry. Wow. So oh then we're all trying not to cry. Right. Basically thanking all of us for letting him be a part of indiana jones for so long and i've never seen this man be emotional he's usually right. kind of sarcastic and kind of like you know fun and he's like holding back tears and so we're you could just the audience we're all just like you can feel it the emotion you're seeing it and i've already cried five times during this panel before harrison ford so like <laughs> just happy tears of joy um, and so I do have a little bit of that. I can show it to you now, or you can put it in there later. It's up to you. Um, you'll send it to me, Val. I'll try to cut okay, it in cool. the video. Um, but he can show it to you, but it was really cool. Again, I was a little like back and forth a little bit, but you can feel like that emotion. And he did say that this movie is awesome. And I don't think he would lie to us. And then they showed us a 15 minute clip of the movie and it was awesome. <laughs> Wow. I, I I jokingly said, and I was kind of serious at the same time, because he did announce that this was going to be his last appearance as Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's very so, firm. Yeah, which which is fine. My feeling is Last Crusade should have been his last appearance as Indiana <laughs> Jones. But I've, I've heard good things about this from, from a lot of sources. And I think this is like a... Harrison Ford, this is so out of character for him to be that emotional and be that attached to a project. Because even when he was touring with with Star Wars, The Force Awakens, he was kind of just over yeah. it. It was, he didn't, and it shows you how much he cares about this project and this character. And so I'm really hoping it's very, very good. From what I saw of it, it is action packed. There is so this is an action adventure movie, um, and the actors that they got to bring in bring in the new ones and the actors that they're bringing back. Mm -hmm. um, I, mm. I don't know if the trailer is out yet, but some of our favorites are coming back. Well, um, I, I know one of the pictures that's been circulating from the expo is short round with Indy reunited. I don't know if he's in the film, but he so was. they did not show him in the movie, but that moment was really cute. So I do want to say this. So 
he does say, you know, this is my last movie unless, and then he's like, not unless I am not falling down for you guys anymore. Like this is it. Yeah. He's like, I can't, my body can't take it anymore. This is the last one. But he was like, you'll see in the videos that I sent you. He is very firm. This is awesome. Like just the emotion that he puts out there. It's a project he's very proud of. Um, and so I'm super excited to see it. And then we get to Loki, Loki oh, no. season two. Oh, with no. Loki season two, oh. short the actor that plays short round is in Loki season two. So they bring out the whole cast of Loki wow. and they bring him out and he's like, wait, this isn't the Indiana Jones panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just trolling. <laughs> and so backstage they got this picture. So I I don't know, they haven't revealed that yet, but I would really hope now you know, that he's back in the family with, with all these things that he gets right. to be in there. He was fantastic and everywhere yeah. all at once, whatever. I can't ever remember that movie title. Uh, everything, everything, everywhere, everywhere all, at all at once. He yeah. was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we have the Indiana Jones, we Loki season two, you know, that if you listen to any of the podcasts that we're on, I thought Loki season one was fine. Right. Loki season two looks amazing so they brought out the entire cast they brought out the new cast members they showed us a little bit of what's to come and it looks intense it's going even darker with more action and it still has the comedy elements that i think we liked from the original loki season Mm -hmm. but for me i think i'm gonna like the season a lot more than i liked that um I'm excited and, and for so, that one. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. There's so much Star Wars coming. John yes. Favreau comes Oof. out on stage, and I'm just like, there are the two. Like, we get John Favreau, which is one of my favorite human beings of all time. Harrison Ford and Paul Rudd. I'm like, I know. There's so the much happiness and goodness in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fellini is there, and you know, we've got everybody. Yeah. But there's so much Star Wars coming, and Bad Batch season two is coming and they showed us a lot of that animation which looks so cool we have ahsoka coming right um which looks phenomenal and and just to see how that character has grown through the series um you know through all the animated series and then the fact that she's going to get her own show now um we really did like if you've grown up watching anything ahsoka has been in um with disney we've seen her grow and now we Mm kind of get to really see what this character is all about um, on her own and not as kind of, you know, a side character, I guess, Um, which looks really cool, but there's so much really great animation. There's going to be a bunch of uh, star Wars animated shorts coming out, um, which is really cool. And I just can't are focusing on Dooku when he, yes. Darth, Tyrannus was that yeah that was his yes right yes so so what's cool cool. about that is I love Dooku as a character um Mm -hmm. and and the fact that all of this stuff is going to be right there on Disney plus for us to see in the next two years everything's just rolling out and and I know a lot of people have been like they're giving us too much stuff nothing fits together basically what they did in this panel is they made everything fit together nice Everything in the Star Wars universe, everything in the Marvel universe. So, um, you know, just the things that we have coming for Star Wars is fantastic animation wise, which I'm really excited about. Um, Going back to Marvel for a minute. um, Ant-Man, the first movie was fantastic. Ant-Man Wasp was fine. Right. The next Mm -hmm. Ant-Man movie looks incredible. Oh, man. It has so much. It has so much of that comedy and so much of tying things together that we have been waiting for from phase four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Like these, this next section of series and movies that are coming out really are are pulling things together. But I think this one um, is going to really show why Ant-Man is important to this time period you know what i mean like i think right. ant-man has kind of been that comedy relief he's the reason why endgame was so successful nobody gives him the credit for endgame no, he saved, <laughs> he saved off the population in the universe because he came up with the timeline yeah. that was all yes yeah, true it's true yeah it was all the credit 
Um, go ahead. Well, that'll be, that'll be good that things are finally coming together because whenever I talk to my friends about Marvel shows and movies, they're just like, I'm so burnt out. I'm done. I stopped watching because there's just way too much going on. And I'm like, no, you have to keep going. And like, even like little snippets that we've seen in like Miss Marvel or even She-Hulk, you know, other things like that. Like, I'm like, well, you would know that these things are happening if you watched those shows. And they're like, well, I haven't seen that one yet. And I'm like, well, you have to stick with it. I mean, I guess this is kind of a way to find out who the true fans are. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, everybody has their own thing. And I think what yeah. what, they've, what they've created is, is that there is something for everyone. I'm the kind of person where, like, I'm going to watch all of it regardless. But there are, I have my favorites just like everyone else. Oh, and yeah, the fact sure. that they're... They're giving us Quantum Mania, which I think is going to be fantastic. And then we have Wakanda Forever, which we got to see a new, like, 10-minute section of Wakanda oh. Forever. <laughs> this movie, to me, I think is going to be one of the most important movies, not only, I think, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think one of the most important movies that will that will be given to us this mm-hmm. year. Um, because of... They are, if you don't think this movie is going to be pushing some buttons and making some points, you haven't been paying attention to Wakanda. (laughs) Um, And Angela Bassett is, has the power and she, like these clips that they showed us, there's so much heart and so much, like, I think truthness to these characters that I, it just gives me chills every time I talk about it. I I don't know that I'm ready for Wakanda forever. I just don't know that any of us are. Yeah. My my son the other day, my youngest, he didn't know that Chadwick Boseman had passed away because oh, he's no. he's sick, right. What happens in the outside world doesn't really. And so we were talking about Black Panther, and my wife mentioned to him that the actor had died, and I'm not kidding, inconsolable for like five minutes. He would oh. not cry because yeah. he's like, "There's no more," and so he is excited about Wakanda forever. And I'm nervous yeah. that it's going to be an emotional ride for everyone involved. Which um, is and I think it's meant to be. And I think, I think a lot of people, we're going to get a ton of haters on this one because they're going to be like, why do you got to do this, that, and the other, but there's things that happen in the storyline that we should have been talking about a long time ago, just in our regular human existence. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they're, they're telling the story I think is so powerful and they're not um, just kind of laying down on the fact that Chadwick is dead. There are moments in the footage that I have seen that are powerful. And then the cast all saying, this is something we wanted to make sure that we made our brother proud, right. you know, and we all, I like, I get emotional <sighs> just thinking about it again, you know, no like kidding. just the tears in that audience of like, he fought to make that movie when he knew he was dying because he knew how important it was for um, people to have a hero, everyone to have a hero to look at. And that seems like them and to talk about things. And, and I love Angela Bassett has been a great voice and a powerful person for a long time, but I think this may be probably one of her best roles in this movie. And the women of Wakanda are having their moment. This is it. Like, it really should be Wakanda forever. The women of Wakanda. like, <laughs> and, and everything that you've just shared, this is going to, I am so nervous that the trolls are going to be out. Full uh, I already know they movie. will. And I, it's, you know, for me, I'm just staying away from it. Yeah. Because I think everyone that goes to see it, there have been, there is a whole group of people that have been waiting so long for this movie to happen and to, to actually see themselves and see their story on the big screen. And I'm so excited for them. Like I'm so excited for this to happen for us as well, because I think it, you know, there's so much happening in Marvel and what they're doing and, and how inclusive they're being, I think Mm -hmm. is just so responsible. And if it pisses you off, you should probably find a different fandom because we're not stopping there. Like I haven't even scratched the surface of what they're doing um, that I think will make some people mad that are just wanting to keep with the white Marvel superhero. (laughs) 
what what I love about what they're doing with the inclusivity, and I and that's not what we're we're not going to go deep. No, on, no, no, on no. That for this particular episode, but what I love about it is anybody can be a superhero. That's the message, right? Yep. Anyone doesn't matter what you look like, what abilities you. Anyone can be a superhero, and I had that thought about when you shared the video with me from the Echo part of. Yeah, I was going to go there is, next. Yeah. Oh which is one that we're looking forward to in my house. And I swear, if I see one more person say, why are we making this? Cause nobody cares about this character. I might punch that person through the internet. Somehow. That's terrible. So the well, cool thing about Echo, let's get in, let's know, get into Echo. I and know. then we're going to go to, we're going to go from Echo to Ironheart. So I'm going to kind of lay out some things. Ho. So Echo is a character that we were introduced to. Um, was it this year or last year? I don't know my, <laughs> It was, this, it was this year with Hawkeye, yeah. I don't know what year we're in. Was Hawkeye out this year or last year? So Echo is a character um, that we got to learn. Uh, and I really loved her character because they kind of, in Hawkeye, they kind of like just gave us a little bit at a time of Echo, right? But what we learned from Echo is that Echo is a character who cannot hear. And the mm -hmm. actress that plays this character also is hearing impaired. She also has a prosthetic leg. This is who she is as a person. This is not somebody mm -hmm. with a green screen prosthetic leg or somebody who is wow. pretending not to be able to hear. <laughs> Everyone yep. on this cast came out, including Vincent D'Onofrio. <gasps> uh, Who's coming next week to FanX. Quick plug for FanX. He will be right. in Yay! Echo. He will be in a few things that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, everyone on that um, set in the cast learned e uh, ASL. And some of them uh, spoke in ASL on the stage. And they all just praised her on how just such a great person she has been and, and up in this whole process. But the thing that really, really um, got to me was when we went down the list of cast members and we got to uh, Graham Greene. I don't know if you guys know who Graham Greene is, but mm -hmm. he is a Native American actor who has been in like every Native American role mm -hmm. actor movie forever. He was in, you know, Green Mile, Die Hard, um, Wolf and the Lion, which was a great movie, Thunderheart, Dances with Wolves. Like if you saw his face, you would know him. Right. So he knows all of these kids and he's like, I have grown up watching these kids grow up. Like he's been in the film industry, just watching them grow up. And now they are all not being spread out as the native American, one native American in this, in the movie, they are all in a native American cast superhero series for Marvel on Disney plus. Mm -hmm. um, and they really get into the history in this. There's a lot of flashbacks. There's a lot of actors that you will you'll see and you'll, Oh, I know this person. I know that person, That's but awesome. they really get into the history of native Americans and they really get into also just kind of, you know, she has the seedy background with her family. So you still get that action packed, you know, and that superhero side of it, but it looks so cool. And the cast is amazing. And the, the production value of this film is really interesting. Um, you know, I can't wait to talk about it also with Tracy. And so he can like nerd out with the cinematography. Yes. Go into professor mode. Um, oh my gosh. You know, and so Echo was so cool. And then at the end, um, uh, they had everybody, you know, put their hands up and yep. clap yes. for, and she was just so emotional to have that happen at the, you know, with this huge audience, I was emotional because I'm also thinking of Jake, I'm thinking of your kids and all the kids yep. that I know and Aww. adults that I know Ugh. that we haven't had a superhero for you. We, like you said, everyone can be a superhero and they're out there. So let's see them. And so that's what we have in that show. And then we have Ironheart mm -hmm. and Ironheart. I don't know if you guys have, seen a lot about Ironheart or if you know a lot about it I had no idea this show was even being put into play but this is the Latin American kind of superhero fiction um, mm -hmm. coming up and this one when they showed us what was going on with this um, it has Anthony Ramos who I absolutely Ooh. love um, how could you not I love it yeah he's amazing right <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and Dominique Thorne is the main um, superhero character in this. Um, she is Ironheart. Um, but Anthony Ramos is 
we don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. So hmm, he's kind of playing this like side, but they're all kind of anti-heroes is what it looks yeah. like to me. Like they're trying to get things done. It's like a Robin Hood kind of story. Um, like mm -hmm. stealing from the rich, giving to the poor or who they think deserve it more. Um, and it's a little heisty. It's a little, you know, just it's, we don't know who is good. We don't know who is bad. You know, it's, it's a gray line of mystery and that's a series that's going to be coming out as well. So that's super awesome. excited about that one. Um, I, I, I love this. I love this because we've seen Miss Marvel now. We've seen how they've introduced a lot of her Pakistani background and her heritage and introduced to a culture that, frankly, I'm not familiar with at all. Mm -hmm. yeah, how great that was. And so I'm excited to get more cultures uh, and, and more exposure for my kids and for myself. So I think this well, is awesome. Yeah, and sure. speaking of that, that leads us to the Marvels, right? Ooh. Yes. So we have the Marvel. So in the Marvels, this is such a fun cast because we have all of the superheroes that they have been giving us. And this is an action-packed female cast as well and a female director um, for the Marvels. Um, but it was so funny because they said when they cast uh, Miss Marvel that they didn't realize um, how big of a Marvel fan she was. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh and my gosh. Were, it made him a little nervous <laughs> because like she's out there just freaking out. But her her um her character is actually a huge fan as well, right? Right. Um, it's perfect. It's, it's yeah. like the perfect role for this girl. <laughs> so in, in the Marvels, they're trying to basically um figure out who they all are and how they interact with each other. So we have Brie Larson, we have, and I don't know how to say her name, Eamon. Valeni, um, who plays Miss mm -hmm. Marvel, and then Tenyo Paris, um, who plays Monica Rambo, um, yes. and and um, Lashana Leach and Zawe Ashton. They're all these phenomenal women um, who play these characters, and it's funny because there's three of the main characters, and they all kind of figure out who each other are on accident, and all of their powers. They don't know how to interact their powers together. So they're jumping through time and space and <laughs> trying to trying to work together. And it's kind of a comedy, but at the same time, they're they're doing they're doing superhero things as well. So it looks like it's gonna be kind of just this really fun adventure um for all of these women. So I, I hope they it. build off of the setup that we got at the end of Miss Marvel when when Captain yes. Marvel shows up there and is in this obvious fangirl's room. And I hope that that ties in somehow, but I'm excited for it. I yeah. like Brie Larson a lot and I liked Miss Marvel mm -hmm. a lot. So this will be really good. I know. Yeah. All three of these, these ladies coming together in the same movie is, is just going to be awesome. Cause yeah, we've seen them in their own separate things. Yeah. So I love, I love, like, that's the thing I love about Marvel is that we just, we get all of these like combinations and um, crossovers and all of that. It's just so fun. <laughs> I think the biggest crossover that I am excited for is Thunderbolts. Ooh. Really? Okay. Thunderbolts <laughs> is, is Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Sebastian Stan, Hannah John Kamen and she remember I don't know if you remember her um, from the second Ant-Man who played Ghost right oh yes yes um and uh let me see who else is in that one I am the poster for that movie is hilarious by the way hilarious um I it's um we get Wyatt Russell David Wyatt Harbour Russell. um Julia Louis-Dreyfus Olga I don't know how to say her last name I don't want to ruin it um, mm -hmm. And then Hannah John came in and Sebastian Stan and Florence Pugh. Yeah. So um, the fact that they're bringing Wyatt Russell back as John Walker, the fact that we have Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she was there and she's now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you don't remember watching her last year um, or was that this year? I don't know. It was, it was this year. <laughs> Winter Soldier? Falcon Winter and Soldier. Winter Soldier? Yep. Was that, was that last year? Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want to say that was last that was, year. It that was, was last, last year. year. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. So back. that one for me is, I think it's the most interesting because I love it when they deal with anti-heroes, right? Mm -hmm. I love it when they deal with 
this kind of like I love Sebastian Stan's character and he's gone back and forth from good to bad to good to bad to and the last time we left him he was like erasing the blood off of his ledger you know that red was going right. away and so now he's going to be with the thunderbolts with everybody that has a huge ledger wyatt's character is starting one i mean he freaking put blood on the freaking you know captain america yeah. shield and so rough. for me it's the most interesting because i think they can do the most playing with that do you know what i mean like they I, can really give us some interesting stories and david harbour come on okay so the cast the actors <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fantastic Florence Pugh yes David Harbour I want just a movie with just the, the two of them as a buddy cop whatever kind of movie because I be loved amazing. them as Red Guardian and and uh Elena I thought they were great in Black Widow probably my favorite parts of the movie I just feel like when I look at it you've got Red Guardian you've got Winter Soldier you've got U.S. Agent those are all Captain America wannabes so it's like three Captain America wannabes and then a bunch of other people like I just wanted more diversity in the type of characters mm -hmm. they were going to have. Um, that well, being they said, announced I everyone that's wrong. just the main cast. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have been completely wrong when they announced guardians of the galaxy. I said, this is going to be the first flop that Marvel has had. And I was totally, <laughs> totally wrong. Interesting, so I, I, Jake. I, I know I'm wrong. So, huh. And you know me, I loved, I loved um, Falcon Winter Soldier. And so Captain mm -hmm. America, New World Order. Yes. Um, Ooh, is, yes. I'm super excited for um, and how they're going to mix that in um, with Thunderbolts, I think will be interesting because Thunderbolts is a movie and, and the new Captain America one is a movie. So it's not a series, but then you have the other series. So you have those two together mm -hmm. um, and you, that one has a very interesting cast of people and you know we have our regular ones but uh i'm really excited for that i'm really really excited for daredevil born again oh yes. out yes. out came out came yes. daredevil um oh, so jealous they, they didn't have anything to show us for that because they haven't shot it yet but they did sh uh share with us a scene from an episode with daredevil and she hulk so it was a really oh. cool like snippet from an episode that's coming up where they're together. Um, and so I'm kind of excited to see how that's going. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm excited too. I understand I was reading some snippets from uh, Charlie Cox and some of the things that he shared and Marley, it is, it is not looking good for what we talked about I with know. Mary and Blake, that it is probably not going to follow that storyline uh, <sighs> at all, which, which is fine. They just kind of <laughs> ripped off the name. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> well, I don't care. It, uh, it's still, I, it's going to be great. Well, and I saw that same thing earlier today too about how they're like, no, it's not going to be a season four. It's going to be a season one. And it's like, what does that mean? Is it just because it's now on Disney Plus, and so they're yeah. just starting over? So, or so just like ugh. a lot of uh, the um, other cast members of the Defenders will not be making new shows. And so I think what they're doing is they're basically giving us an MCU version of this character so that then we can incorporate him with this phase of the yeah. MCU and have him go between um, cinema and TV. So hold on. Right. You're telling me they're not doing another Iron Fist season? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Oh my gosh. Well, oh my gosh. I mean, with what you're saying though, like, cause my biggest concern is like, is that, is everything that happened in Daredevil seasons one, two, and three from Netflix, like gone? Like, does it even matter? I, I, I don't know. I just think they're going to introduce us to his life with the characters that are inside the MCU. He, they'll probably make reference to yeah. his past you know what i mean but i don't think yeah. we're gonna see we're not gonna see all of the characters pop up i'm not saying we're not gonna see none of them but i do know that a lot of those actors have said that they're not coming back to do those characters well, I so already, now yeah. i already feel like fisk wilson fisk was a very different kingpin in hawkeye yeah, that is true yeah, he's very Daredevil. very different very different yeah, yeah he was wearing a hawaiian um, print t-shirt or yeah. uh, <laughs> i mean he does that shirt. in the comics so yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um don Cheadle has to be super excited because the mcu is putting him to work 
with two series back to back. So um, the first one is Armor Wars and Armor Wars is basically what happens when, and we've kind of seen this in the movies, but now we're really going to get into it. But when Stark Industries technology gets into the wrong hands, that's basically what Armor Wars is going to be a series about that. Mm -hmm. And then right out of that, we are going to get Secret Invasion. Now, Secret Invasion, and actually that might be switched. It might be Secret Invasion first. I can't remember what order it's in. Armor Wars. I think it's Secret Invasion first and then Armor Wars. Secret Invasion is the one I'm most excited about because I do love Don Cheadle and I love his character, but we are going to get to know, um, really get to know Samuel L. Jackson um, and the backstory of his character because this is, we are being invaded. The green characters, remind me what they're called. Scrolls. Scrolls, and they have been invading us since the 1980s or sooner, and now we're here in present day, and we don't know who our enemies are or what they look like or where they are, and Don Cheadle, (laughs) they both sit down, the scene that they showed us, they're sitting down in this restaurant and basically having like a come to Jesus talk with each other about how are they really there to help each other out? Is this something they can really do together? Do they really trust each other? Um, because Don Cheadle is now a different part of the government than, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's character. And, um, and I'm really excited because I think both of their characters are super interesting and they both have played kind of these fun background characters. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. Samuel L. Jackson has been in almost every one of the movies, but we haven't really done a deep dive um, into who he is and what he has been doing behind the scenes during Mm -hmm. all of this time. And so this is us jumping through where he's been, where he's going and what the secret invasion is. And it looks really, really intense. And they are basically having those go back to back um, on on, uh, Disney plus. So very, very cool. Samuel L. Jackson was not there, but Don Cheadle was there. Um, and just super, super nice. What I think is just way crazy that I didn't expect from the MCU, um, was Wolf by Night. We kind of heard that it was coming. I don't really know what it is. So I want you to, and Marley, you're really young. Jake, you, you're both very young, but you both know monster <laughs> movies, right? You both yeah, understand Hitchcock yeah. monster movies and how those right. were shot. Wolf by Night, what they showed us of Wolf by Night, it is shot in that it's black and gray. Mm-hmm. It is these, like a woman oh. will scream and they'll freeze on her face. And then they go through these things. And it is basically every... All of these people are called to this house and they're all superheroes. One of them has, is a creature, a villain, and they're not telling anyone who it is. Mm. And that person is basically lying and saying that they are someone else. And they're basically kept there until they get out alive. This is, this is where I wish that Ty were here. Yeah, because he could deep dive into this Because I think this ties into something in the Marvel Universe, in the comics that I'm not familiar with. And he would totally know all about it and be able to give us all the deets on it. But We've uh, talked about this a little bit on Multiplane. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like that game, Werewolf, that you play like with like big groups of people where one person... One person is secretly the werewolf and everybody else are like villagers or whatever. And you go around and you like tap yeah. them on the shoulder and they die or I don't know what not, but. Yep. Werewolf, mafia, secret Hitler, mafia, yeah, kind of games. Yep. Oh yeah. It sounds like that, but in a movie form. So yeah, it I'm, sounds I'm really interesting, but yeah, I'm curious. Come, and that is coming out soon on Disney plus. That will be out. That will be their Halloween. Um, movie Ooh. that they put out for Halloween because they have I'm... Hocus Pocus that comes out in a couple weeks. Right. Um, and already? Yeah, Hocus Pocus <sighs> comes out I think on the 20... Um, Doug Jones told me it was coming out on the 21st. I'm going to throw, throw that out there. I'm going to throw that out there. So I'll be reviewing it probably next week. But It's um, awesome. But yeah, so this is their Halloween drop basically. I'm I'm super excited. It looks really, really interesting. Very stylized. Um, Val, you, you may be a little bit frozen, so if it seems like we're talking over you. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it looks really interesting, Marley. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I'm curious how it all fits in with the rest of like Marvel though, if it if it even really does. It sounds like it's like they said, I think it's like a special project or something. So it's just like a totally separate thing. Yep. But I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. We may have lost Val here. And I think she's Hi, still sorry. I okay. Got- Okay. There we go. You're back. I am so sorry. I was like trying to drag it out. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. No. Um, <laughs> no, I was just excited. Like some people are really going to like this. And then some people are going to kind of think along the lines of like the first three episodes of um, WandaVision and be like, this is too weird for me. And that's okay. You don't have yep. to love everything. Yep. Absolutely right. That is true. So. <laughs> so just a ton of Marvel stuff that came out. A ton of Star Wars stuff. Um, I loved some of the stuff that they shared about the parks that are coming up, Val. I don't yes. know. I know that was a different panel, uh, but yeah, still yes. lots of news about the parks. A lot coming. So if you love California Adventure, they are actually going to be putting a hotel on Paradise Pier. Um, if you've been thinking that you know I love Marvel movies, but the Avengers Campus needs a little something, believe me, they have plans. They are bringing yeah. us a new Marvel ride, and it stars Thanos. And they had a giant Thanos on site with armor um, and I'll send you a lot of these pictures and you can do whatever yeah. you want with them if you want to share them. Um, but so basically it is an Avengers ride, but with Thanos as the the main person in this ride, which That's is going to be cool. very cool. Yeah. And, and what I also like speaking of California adventure is they're turning um, what are the, the wharf, Pacific Wharf to San Francisco. Oh, San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, look, I got Big Hero cool. 6 right here. Yeah. Which you know <laughs> I love is my favorite. Like I've got the signed poster of the movie right there with all of nice. the actors and director and I specifically look for that stuff. And so I love that they're they're not forgetting that. So we're gonna get we're gonna get that. We're gonna get a pick a Pixar hotel over there. Um mm-hmm. so very if you're a Pixar wow. Marvel fan then there is a lot coming for you. Yeah. That's amazing. Sure. I need to I need to go there. It's been it's been way too long since I've been to Disneyland. Well, next year if you get the <laughs> chance to go to any park, Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> Disney World, next year's the year to do it because it Shanghai is their Disney. 100th anniversary. Yep. 100 mm. years of Disney, the 23 Marley 1923 see 2023 is 100 years. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were handing out um, a lot of one. All of our bags from D twenty three said one hundred years of celebration, um, and I got the official poster. Someone snagged me one because I was not in that panel, which was really cool. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to frame it. Um, it's really cool artwork, um, but just a lot of really cool things. Um, what's really cool about D twenty three also is I don't want to tell you not to go to the event if you can't get into the panels because there are a lot of space inside the convention center where they live stream on the big screen and they have places for you to sit so you can sit and watch these panels and they have documentary panels and they have they had artists there um that and authors and people that you could meet and voices of the characters and there's so much to do even if you don't go to any of those panels but they are live stream you could see a lot of people they have couches and chairs um seated on all three floors where you can sit on you see them on their phones or computers or tablets with the headphones on listening to it but they also have that inside the main hall as well they had a lot of free stuff to do and give away part of my job is to help run the technology where you tap your badge and and i got to sit in the new tron ride um that is how the ride sits like you get in the tron motorcycle you pull it towards yourself and that is how that ride sits in florida um but they let everybody kind of get in take a picture of that and that's all free like you can try all those things for free the pictures just get sent to you like you would on your disney pass yeah, this is where the the dad in me likes to point out it's not free. You still have to buy a ticket to get in. That's what my dad. Right, I'm just saying like, when you get in there, there are things. Right. He's like, no, I paid a ticket price to get in. Yes, dad. Thank you, dad. We oh my goodness. <laughs> but but I I do like that that Disney, you know, obviously they realize not everybody can get into the panels, um, and not everybody can afford on top of a ticket into the the convention to also be able to get like the premiere seats and things like that. Yeah. So they still make a way for you to to have access to it, but they don't stream it like all of their all of the panels weren't streamed on YouTube. Like you couldn't see the Marvel. No, Lucas you had film. to go to the you Disney had to be Plus at app. the convention. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, 
but I think that's worth the ticket of admission as well. You know, like you can sit if you, if you have the app and you have your ticket attached to it, then no matter where you were, if you were at your hotel room, you could stream it to your TV and watch it. You didn't have to be on site to watch that, which is really cool. Mm, Um, yeah. So, and they do have, again, standby. My, I was at the hotel right next to the standby line. So at five o'clock in the morning, I would sleep with my sliding door open in my hotel room and you can hear all the people cheering because they start lining up at 2 a.m. to get in the 5 a.m. queue. And when they let them in, they cheer to go get into another line. But that's like that's when you are a lover of something, that's what you're willing to do. And people love to do it. And some people have it down pat yeah. and they but they used to let them sleep overnight and do that before the pandemic. And now it's five. They let them get in line at 2 a.m., start queuing at 5 a.m. Um, for the for the first panel that's at 10. Um, so, and there was an animation wow. panel. We are getting inside out too. We are I, getting yes. elementals. Um, just a lot of really fun stuff coming. I'm so excited. I don't know what they're going to do with inside out too, but I love those characters and I love elementals and the artwork for elementals is so neat. I think inside out too. I think that Riley going into her teenage years, that just writes itself. I think in a lot of ways. <laughs> right. So I'm excited to see how that works out. Um, and then the other one, as far as the animation goes, that I thought looked interesting was Wish. Yes. Um, oh, because yeah. it's going to be this kind of 3D watercolor kind of animation that looks beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And I like that, too. I, I like a lot of the 3D animation that, that's out there, but sometimes a little, a little something different goes a long way, too. So I think yes. that'll be interesting. So um, love it. Well, lots of exciting stuff. Um, Val, thank you for being here and sharing your experience with us. Like, it's so cool that you were there and you got to be there when Harrison Ford was there. That is just such a rare thing because he doesn't do a lot of conventions. And like, John Favreau was just walking around the floor buying stuff. Of course wow. he was because he's John Favreau. <laughs> yeah, like, he don't care. <laughs> I, he, he's one of those that, like, I picture he's just like a guy. You know what I mean? Like, there's some yeah, celebrities are like that. Yeah. And that's what I really loved about. So like Fellini and John Favreau and um, oh my gosh, who's the guy that's really in charge of Marvel? Uh, Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah, Feige. Like they all got up there, and I, but I think John Favreau said it the best was um, him and Fellini were like, "We're fans. We are fans making movies because we love Star Wars, and when we meet other people in the movie industry that love Star Wars or love Marvel, and they're like, hey, 'Hey, I've got an idea.'" you know, then he's like, we want to talk because we want fans making these movies. And he's like, and I think you can tell just how dedicated we are and how much we really want to explore these universes is because we really do love this, you know, like Mandalorian too. We didn't even talk about Mandalorian, Um, but like the whole um, skeleton crew show that's going to be coming out with, uh, on with Disney and star Wars, Um, has Jude Law in it. And Skeleton Crew was basically some other (laughs) producers that were working with with him on a movie. And he's like, yeah, I'm over here making Mandalorian and it's really awesome. And they're like, well, we have an idea for Star Wars about the Skeleton Crew. And he's like, well, you know, Favreau's just like, well, show me what it is. And then they made it. Like, they're just fans. They're like, we have this idea and we want to make this Star Wars thing. And then you bring in Jude Law. So yeah. there you go. And, and what I feel like with, with, with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, when you talk about them being fans, like I picture it like this, I grew up in what I consider the VHS generation for star Wars. Right. I was too young to see it in theaters. Return of the Jedi came out and I was like one year old. Right. And, and we just had on VHS and there was nothing but the original trilogy. So we had to fill in all these holes. My friends and I, we would play games and imagine like what it would be like. And now they got to do that. And now they're in charge of making these stories. Like, it's like you get to put your own stories and imagination and everything that you thought about when you were a kid and said, this would be a really cool Star Wars story. And that's just awesome to me. It's just exciting. So can't wait for Mandalorian season three. I think it comes out, they said February of next year. And there's some crazy things happening. Um, yeah, the having the whole cast there and the new cast and just showing us some clips. I don't even want to say anything because that they're going to be dropping these trailers in the next couple of days. And I'm one of those people that I want you to experience what I experienced yeah. when I first saw it. And I just, 
it, they're so smart and you can tell their fans and you can tell that they all care about it. Except for the one actress that plays the little short lady, the comedian. Oh. She was hilarious. She's like, yeah, all these people up here saying they love Star Wars. She's like, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. Everybody says they're laughing at me because I'm so funny. I, they have to explain to me what I'm talking about. I just read, <laughs> I just memorize my script. Like <laughs> They're all just laughing. She's like, I don't know this world. I don't know who these people are. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I memorize my script. I show up, they give me a mullet. And you guys <laughs> they give me a mullet. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, that's awesome. Well, she does a good job. So yeah, she's <laughs> hilarious. So Val, you are on Multiplane Podcast with Ty, where you guys are gonna yes. probably break down even more of this. Uh yes. you said Wednesday you're gonna be on Good Things Utah on channel yes. four here locally talking yeah. about it. Probably so you guys like don't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah, 920. Gotta check that out. And then Val, where else can people find you? What to see with Val on YouTube? What to see with Val. Um, and that's everywhere. It's just all what to see with Val on YouTube, um, on Instagram. Um, on it's your actually, shoes. I, I am Val Cameron is, is what I have almost everything under. But what to see with Val is my website. I just did a ton of interviews for TIFF, which is a Toronto International Film Festival, which just happened, is happening actually, I think, or just happened. I think we're in the middle of it. Um, yeah. And so I got to see a lot of films while I was on the road for there. And I got to inter um, interview some very interesting filmmakers from all over the world. One of them, a South African um, heist movie, which was really, really fun. Um, so you can check those interviews out um, on my YouTube channel. Um, and then I will be on Good Things Utah again on Friday talking about all the movies that will be coming out this week. So, And next week, all of us are going to be at FanX, so you guys don't want to miss that. Val and I and Tracy will be doing a Movies That Make Us panel all about Spider-Man, 20 years that he's Yay. been on the big screen, and we're excited to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, you guys definitely want to check that out. Uh, you can find us on ageofgeek.com. Uh, YouTube channel is Age of Geek. Uh, look for us there. Subscribe. Make sure you share us with your friends as well um, because that gets the word out. So we appreciate it. And Val, thank you again so much for being here. Yeah, it sounds like it was a you. wonderful experience. I am not going to play the end credits right now because I'm going to leave some spaces to add some of those video clips <laughs> that you're going to send me, Val. And then I'll add that at the end. But thank you, everybody, for being here. And thanks for listening. We will see you next time on Age thanks. of Geek. Thanks.